0: It pans to the one guy in the White Sox uniform and he's crying. Like He's like laughing, but he's crying. It's like, I can't disagree with that emotion at all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now.
1: Welcome back to the Three O Take. This is episode 195. I'll be your host, Kyle Corden, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate,
0: R.I.P. to the to the people with AirPods in. You got me lit up a little bit there. But your loves you. were ringing.
1: I'm telling you, it's a Thursday Friday thing. I get. I know. There's something about it. I think you and I both have a little more juice, a little more pep in the step. Now, we know Friday's coming. Now people are now people are going to listen for it. Damn. They might just skip our early our early week episodes altogether. Well,
0: it's Thursday, and now it's Friday.
1: That's what, it's like Eeyore. Go. balance it out. Yeah, consistency is key. It's huge. How are you feeling about baseball right now, Nate? The storyline or the
0: Yankees? Because I'm ready to I mean, tear we, my TV off can, the wall when I, I watch a Yankees that. game.
1: We can get into that. I don't think the uh, the whole storyline theme has really failed us yet. It's it's something every day. It's true. It's true. I'm going to see how, we need to keep track of this. We need to just see how long we can ride this out. It's impressive. It
0: really is. I, this is like beyond us just having more knowledge around the game. There's
1: just a lot going on Le- right
0: now. Legitimate stories. There's so many stars. So, so many. So many people to watch.
1: It's so hard right now to keep track. I'm I'm doing my absolute best on Twitter this year to be more in tune with like What's going on around the league. So I've got yeah, I've got tweet alerts on or uh what is that? Uh tweet notifications on. Okay. For like different teams. So I'm trying to get a feel of like when something big happens. Dodgers Rockies game real hey, quick. So go. yeah. Snooze fest. Yeah. Um trying to trying to uh be in tune with what's going on around the league. So yeah. you know, big home run, Cooney goes deep, whatever. Right. That way I can tweet the highlight. I'm trying to trying to build the the uh the following in terms of fan bases, trying yeah. to it's fair. I to go beyond what we've got already. So with that said, it's so hard to keep up with it like I don't have the the time or the the mental capacity to keep right. up with everything that's going on right now. There's it's too much.
0: I know, dude, there's just like names or I, that's I that's all I can think of. So like there's more stars than ever right now in my mind. There is more stars that I want to watch. Like I can grab, like we talked about last time, I can grab any game and I'm going to be like, ooh, I want to see this guy in this moment. Ooh, I want to see this guy in this moment. Like, it doesn't even have to be the big teams. Obviously, the Dodgers have plenty of stars. Obviously, I'm a Yankees fan. You're a Red Sox fan. We're going to be attached to games like that. But I was watching the Braves-Marlins game today and I was tapped in. That's an electric matchup. Tapped in. Marlins could not close the door at the end, but... It's still good baseball and you're like, I'm in, I'm in,
1: let's go. I will say it definitely helps that what you just said, it helps when you're set up in like a fantasy league or like you and I were doing people streak. It's true. Yeah. So it like gives you a re- like you want to tune in and watch these guys. You want to pull for these guys that you otherwise wouldn't really care less about whether or not yeah. they get a hit or whatever. Right. But it really helps having that stuff to, to kind of tune into. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I'm also, Nate, all about opening some more baseball cards. Mm-hmm. I got... I got to get some. T- totally lucky. I had to run over to Target the other day. Same Target I got the last... I'm I'm two for my last two, by the way, on, on Proud Snagging of you. Cards.
0: Is there, like... Hopefully, none of our listeners live near you. I hope so I- they're just going to start going over that Target, swooping well, everything up. I
1: figured out the, the key. I figured out the hack it's really just that yeah we already talked about
0: it you just heisman over a couple little kids and go get your packs of baseball cards
1: so i walked in. well yeah so i walked in it wasn't exactly a little kid but i did have to kind of finesse my way in front of this vulture that was like lit- he was seconds behind
0: describe me. the vulture to me write write me a novel real quick what do you look like
1: so probably probably our age give okay. or take okay did not look like a sports fan whatsoever Okay. He looked. I I thought for sure when he rolled up, he was definitely looking at like Yu Gi Oh cards. If they even sell those anymore, I don't mm, know. If they sell what, those. what
0: was this goon wearing?
1: I think he was wearing like a flannel and jeans and like a so video what you game were wearing. shirt. Sure wasn't a mirror. That was definitely not me. <laughs> but I walk in. I had to go. I had to go pick up something for the wife. Doing a little early birthday shopping. Okay. So I walk in. I was like, you know what? Let me just. Let me just. I'm assuming she stopped listening to these, by the way. Right? She did. Yeah, she did.
0: All of our friends and she family can't keep kept up. up for... She can't keep up. They, man, kept, they kept up for like the first 10 or 15. They're
1: like, all right, this is cool. And then they realized we're like nearing... They're like pushing 200 episodes. <laughs> like, yeah, no, sorry. I can't, can't yeah. go back and catch all the way up. <laughs> so I walk in. I was like, you know what? Let me just see. Let me just go over and look. And from a distance, you, I can always tell when I make the right turn at the door, I can always tell. I'm like, there's definitely something over there or there's not. And on this day that I went this week... I was like, "There's definitely something over there." Not only was there something else over there, there was things over there that I hadn't seen before. Like we're talking, like I got snagged one of these tins right here with Mm -hmm. like seventy plus cards in here. I saw companies that I hadn't seen before. I'd really been only looking for tops, but Donruss was over there. Uh, There was a couple. What's the other one? It's
0: like Bowman. Is that the other one?
1: Bowman. I don't. I didn't see any Bowman. I think Panini might have been there. Panini. Um, But I was like. I really need to snatch this up right now but anyway mm-hmm. this vulture comes by and you could tell he was eyeing it so mm-hmm. I just stood there I took my sweet time and I I, I got Smart. my hands on multiple things and I'm just yeah. sitting here sorting through all of it because I wanted to take what McLare. I wanted. I kind of looked at him like he'll beat it it was like a mutual look he he knew and I knew yeah. we both knew yeah and so I ended up going with this nice tin right here that, which we're gonna which we're gonna crack open here real quick. I
0: like how last literally last episode you were like, maybe I'll put a cap on what I buy. I'll and I leave did it at okay
1: three packs. I know. So I got my three packs right here. It's the same <laughs> same same uh series of cards that I opened up last time. Plus a tin of ten more. Stop. It was the opening it's the opening day series right here. This is the tops series one card. Cody Cody Bellinger on the front. Nice, nice high quality tin right here. Uh but I had to I had to do some some wording footwork because i was like i know i said three packs mm-hmm. so i really don't know how i can justify this ten. but i was That's like what you know what? I'm it's here it's here it's better that it's in my hands than this vulture who is just gonna flip it i'm gonna put these in in some sleeves when i'm done with this and i'm gonna go about my day i'm not trying to flip this
0: are you running out of room in the binder so i'm uh sorting through it Did you in a new binder
1: <sighs> we're getting there man
0: we're getting there do you All categorize right. your cards
1: Ooh, uh, I do. I actually just just sorted them the other day. I I did have one binder, but I'm I'm starting to starting to stack up, so I had to separate them into two binders. I'm going alphabetical, first half, second half. So I got it into wow. two halves. It's way too much, way too much. All right, we're gonna open this thing right up before we talk some baseball. Ooh, so it's a single it's a single pack. So I don't I'm not gonna do all seventy cards, but you're are you trying to feel it right now without looking? No, I mean I see the first one. It's Blake Snow. And in a Padres he's Padres uni? Nope, he's a Ray.
0: Sorry, a bust. I
1: know. So I see some colored cards in the middle of the stack, but those are going to have to wait for another episode. I'm going to do uh let's do let's knock out a quick quick 20 here. All right. All right. Any predictions? You got any predictions on who you think the first... do you think we'll get a person that we've re- we've interviewed and who do you think it'll be?
0: I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say Yaz. Yes. You're going to yes. get a Yaz card.
1: I like that. Okay. All right. First up, Blake Snell in a Rays uniform,
0: getting pulled off the mound. Yeah. Yep. Kevin Is Cash. It really?
1: No, it's not Kevin Cash. Oh God, I wish that'd be. Hilarious. Why would they make that a baseball card?
0: I. Uh, it's a big
1: moment in baseball history. All right. Corey Seager, World Series MVP trophy standing in front of the nice shiny That's new solid. truck. Yeah. Solid. Ooh. Again, Marcus Simeon, just like last time, in an A's uniform. Weird. Very weird. Tavares from the Rangers. Mm. Ooh, Mike Miner in an A's jersey. Mm. Ooh, here you go. Here's your guy, Walker Bueller. Love it. Ooh, hey, here we go. Mookie Betts. There you go. Gotta love it. What a Dodgers. Paul Young. Yeah, what is this? Paul Young. I don't even know how many cards that is. Oh, really nice card right there. And I kind of peeked. Oh, sorry, I I peeked. I have to look at this. This card is sick. Check out that Johnny Bench refractor
0: wow. card. Wow. We at side burns on old benchy.
1: That's money.
0: Big red machine.
1: All right, and I also saw that there's a Bryce Harper card in there, but I won't I won't cheat anymore. All right, let's do five more. Okay. Caleb Smith, decent. D-backs. Luke Weaver, also D-backs. I just added him on the on the waiver wire. Bro, fantasy is popping right now. I got some got some thoughts on fantasy. Rays, Kevin Kiermaier. Mm. I think that's do you think we got two more here? Marco Gonzalez. Okay. It's my guy. And lastly here, Wilson Ramos. Nice. All right, the rest we'll have to save. Oh Marco. Dude, I just wanna I can't I gotta I'm peeking. Oh, there's so many good cards, Nate. There's so many good cards. No, I I got them. there's a Trey oh, Turner card. Oh, you got the bad ones there. out of the way. There's a Trey Turner card in there.
0: Yeah, the average ones out of the way. I won't say bad. Yeah. The average ones out of the way.
1: All right. Man, I was really looking forward to doing that. That was fun. Johnny Bench refractor card. That was sick. All right. Let's talk baseball,
0: Nate. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's
1: a pretty big headline in the last twenty four hours. Yeah. Second. I we might, as well just,
0: we might as well just dive right into this, huh?
1: The second Chicago White Sox no hitter in this many years. Second one in a week. Second no hitter in a week. This, yes. is, this is dope. We're off to a hot start. Your boy was not off to a great a real hot start with this particular game because uh why don't you just tell the people the story, what happened last night?
0: I so I'll be honest, I didn't watch the whole thing. I was in the gym and getting my gains in and uh one of the listeners, Colin, texted me and he goes, Bro, are you watching this? I was like, No, man, like I'm in the I'm in the gym. Leave me alone. I'm fat. I'm trying to trying to get rid of my weekend
1: weight. To be fair, you are the one that says on these episodes, Yeah, kick back, get fat and watch baseball. So Yeah. It's on I was you. like,
0: Yeah, that's true. It it is a thing. We're gonna make it a thing. I was trying to get rid of, rid of my weekend baseball weight and he's like you should you should wrap up your, your workout. He's only got three outs left. My phone hasn't done anything. I got no service in the gym. I'm only listening to music. I'm not even near my phone kind of thing. So I'm like, all right, let me just wrap this up. I go upstairs. And I'm like, oh snap. Carlos, what do you got going here, guy? Try to log in uh MLB TV. It's giving me the whole kicked me out, making me log back in. I was like, fine, I'll just go to I'll just go to MLB network. They'll have it on. And I'm texting you and I'm like, bro. You, well, you
1: texted me first you texted me first you said god i love baseball which i didn't see but continue
0: that was the first thing i sent you yeah oh, so that was after it was done i didn't, I didn't think, think so. you needed a. I didn't think you needed a an alert text i don't know there's well let
1: me ask you this and the, well you text me that and then you text me you're working on a graphic for this right <laughs> and mind you i'm not seeing this until. A good 20, 30 minutes after the game. Yeah, and I was like, like, the only reason he's ignoring
0: me is because he's probably making a graphic. Trying to bust it out real quick. Nope.
1: Nope, I was playing Pac-Man World 2 on the original Xbox with the wife. (laughs) The one night I just go dark.
0: Let me ask you this. How pissed would you have been if it was a perfect game and you would have missed it?
1: It really, it wouldn't have changed. It wouldn't have mattered much? Yeah, I mean, they're both huge events that are, know, are perfect certainly game is big big yeah but i mean it's they're both graphic worthy and i just totally missed the boat on this one <laughs> god i was kicking myself i literally if you've ever seen fever pitch which i don't think you would have ever had a reason no. to see fever pitch no. i felt like jimmy fallon the night he decides to go dark from listening to red sox games goes out on a date with Drew Barrymore, he says i'm not going to listen to the game, not going to turn in turn on the radio, not going to check it out on TV. I'm just going to go out on a nice date We're going to go out on a nice dinner. Comes mm-hmm. back, he says, "Babe, that was the best night of my life." And then his buddy's calling him. They're da- they're dancing in the street. They came back and beat the Yankees. They came back and scored like 8 in the ninth to come back and win. And then he's just having a, an existential crisis like he doesn't know what's going on with his life. I didn't feel that extreme, but yeah, I, it's not I that could bad. I could certainly certainly relate. Um To be fair, I don't regret playing Pac-Man World 2 whatsoever. It's fair.
0: I'll give you that. Yeah, either way, you were gone. Couldn't get a hold of you. It's fine. It's cool. I'm sure there'll be another one. At this rate, we'll have 10 more at the end of the season.
1: All right, so we're what? 10 10 games into the season? No, more than 10 games.
0: 12, I think. 12 or 13.
1: 12 or 13. Yeah, 12 or 13. Unless you're the Mets. (laughs) What have they played, like four games?
0: I don't even know.
1: How... Okay, I'm genuinely curious how how bad is it actually for the Mets right now? Because I keep hearing, oh, the Mets will never play a game, play a game again. I feel like they're at like what they six. At? What are they at right now? They are they're five and three. What are we talking about here? Eight people? games. Okay, they've missed what four games? Relax.
0: Well, we got rained out again today.
1: Yeah, still it's not even that bad. Relax. Although I would be pretty pissed if a, the Red Sox missed four games at this point. So yeah, I'm not gonna judge. So anyway, so big night, big night for the former number three overall pick. What a story that guy has.
0: Fill us in, bro. Just let everyone know this backstory. Uh, It's, this is why I love baseball. This is why I texted you this.
1: Gotta love baseball. Picked number three, in the uh, number three overall in the 2014 draft had shoulder surgery in 17 had TJ in 19 was non tendered by the White Sox in 2020. And does, and, Decides, you know what, 2021's the year. What a, what a story.
0: Riches rags back to riches. Stud.
1: This, this is why baseball is the best.
0: I'll be honest. I didn't know he had that chad in him. I didn't know he had 99 in the tank. He had a lot of swing and miss last night. I did not know he had that. And he threw 99 on his hundredth and tenth pitch.
1: Yeah. What did he finish with? Was it like 114? Something like that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Which is pretty good. That's I mean, with these today's standards, that's that's pretty solid. Um I was pretty bummed to see the you know the, the perfect game slip away. Um I was bummed
1: if, to see our guy police act just get rocked. Rough night for, for old Yeah, not, sack. His, not his night. Not a good look for my fantasy team either. But uh I mean he
0: he was just money spotting up everything. The slider was disgusting. The slider is absolutely disgusting. And in fact, after the game, he was like, "I the the reason the perfect game didn't work because it was a back foot slider. Literally hit the back foot, and he was Perez didn't was, move
1: Perez from what I saw.
0: I wouldn't either. I'm gonna be honest. I wouldn't either. If I'm getting no hit, I'm, at, I'm at that point. You if have a perfect, perfect game. game if, yeah. if, if if I haven't gotten on base, I'm not moving. You'd be that so guy. I give him I give him credit."
1: What do you chalk that up to? Do you chalk that up to your just competitive nature, or do you chalk yes. that up to? Because at that point you're down. What are you down? Eight nothing. I, don't re- get no I feel hit. like that's really the only thing you can chalk it up to is just being a competitor and not one. I don't want to get no hit. hit. Yeah. Or the perfect. That's game. what it is. Yeah.
0: So Perez doesn't move, and um, what's funny is that like it, after the game, Rodon was just like, "Is exactly how I wanted to throw that pitch. It's a back foot slider, and I threw it exactly how I wanted to throw it. Hits him in the toes." And uh, I don't even know who's up next. I remember they laced a ball at Moncada. He threw him out. But I think the biggest play, we always have that one play where we, you know, that's a no-no in my mind, except for, you know, last week. I don't know what that was. Everything was boring. Josh Naylor hits this, like, little nubber swinging bunt to Jose Abreu. And it's, like, this in-between. Abreu's close enough. Rodon can't really get there. He's not going to get to the bag in time. And – Abreu, like, feet first, like, jumps into the bag and, like, jams his knee and beats Naylor by, like, barely, barely, barely beats him. Naylor
1: was on his horse. Naylor's
0: moving, and I got to be honest. Naylor, I don't like him. For some reason, when I watch him, he bugs me, but the guy plays ball hard. Like, he is a hustle guy constantly, all the time. He was a thorn. Um. In the postseason. So, I mean, it's just like, this is the way he is. This is just the way he does it. And he knew right out of the box. He was busting it. But it was that one play, dude, where it was like, it was a solid baseball play. It was a really good baseball play. And the way Abreu had to go into the bag was like, I have no room to move here. I'm going to slam my foot into this base. And whatever my knee happens to do, it's what happens. And it did not look comfortable at all. But it was impressive, dude. It was just a good show. And It was solid. I was sad to see the the perfect game go away. There was a little bit of a little bit of a wind out of the sails in the in the crowd.
1: Yeah, because I mean that's what eight and a third at that point. Yeah, that's tough.
0: Yeah, and it was right after that play. Right. So it's like it's a big moment. You know what I mean? Like you just felt like you got that big play out of the way defensively. Like because you know it's smooth coming. sailing, smooth some, sailing
1: from here. Some point.
0: Um. Yeah, and then I think it was, uh, I think it was that, and then a strikeout, and then last dude just—I mean, there it was—it was that ball was laced. It was barreled, bro. They—they they
1: barreled. A, no, a lot. was it M- was it Mancada or was it Garcia? Because Anderson's out, and they—they they had Garcia at short. It was at third, I thought. Was it? Man- yeah. Was it Moncada? Okay. Yeah, it was at third. I had I had to go back and watch the twenty seven outs, dude. They lay some balls to short. Yeah, and there was that Garcia had that one kind of spin yeah. move real quick. I was yep. like, "Yep, that's," given the circumstances, that was impressive. And yeah. you could hear it from the crowd too. the The limited capacity they had, they were they were very much impressed and certainly very thankful.
0: Solid plays being made. I want to say I I was watching uh, I was scrolling through Instagram today and I noticed like a barstool post. And they had, like, this group of friends. They were probably all in, like, their early 20s in the outfield um, at the game. And it was right afterwards, and, like, it shows everyone kind of laughing. And then it pans to the one guy in in the White Sox uniform, and he's crying. Like, he's, like, laughing, but he's crying. And it's, like, I can't disagree with that emotion at all. Like, to be able to witness that stuff is cool, man. It's, like, I personally, I, I cried when I watched Jeter at his final home game. Yeah. After he walked it off, like I left the room and I went to the bathroom and I cried. Cause I was like, it was this just an overwhelming amount of emotion. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just a, I love it, dude. Um, this is the team that I kind of hopped on board with in the off season saying I would try to watch a little bit closer and pay more attention to and root for. And they're just, they're doing everything right, man. They're doing everything right. And like Eloy getting knocked out for a big part of the season, Tim Anderson going down early, no. like,
1: if you recall, Eloy apparently basically died. died yeah. He, he's dead. Yeah. Um, did they, please tell me they don't have his jersey slept in the dugout. Have we <laughs> confirmed? Don't. Was that just a one day thing?
0: I think it was just opening day. that <laughs> They did that.
1: Goodness. Yeah. I'm still not over that. And I don't know if I'll ever be over that. That's yeah. Of all the L's, the white Sox have taken in this short season we played thus far. That's probably the biggest.
0: Yeah. No, it was just, it was good all around baseball, man. And, that's what I'm saying. The White Sox are just on that. Just, there's that weird vibe that you just can't explain that they're going to figure it out no matter if they have guys down. It's just... And and I think the cool story is the the catcher. I don't remember his name. His 15th game catching. Zach Collins? 15th. His 15th game catching in Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah, that's impressive. That's, that's dope. Cool. It's really dope. What did he... What is he otherwise? He's got to be a because it said he played. 20, that's what I. That's what they
0: kept saying at, on MLB Network it, it was his fifteenth game.
1: Says he played twenty-seven games in nineteen nine. I don't think last. he was catching though. That's what I'm saying. It must have been. Yeah. it Must been elsewhere. Yeah. Either way, not a lot of uh, not a lot of games up at the big league level under his belt. Yeah, it's but uh, here's I don't know why,
0: but I on my other fantasy league, um. I had a day yesterday in my other fantasy league. I had Rodon and Burns both going on the same day. Rodon only got disgusting. eight more fantasy points than Burns. Makes zero sense to me. Burns went fantasy six points. Fantasy points are weird, man. I don't get it. Anyway, that's that's it. It was solid, bro. It was. I'm sad you missed it. The highlights do the trick. I just think it it was in my mind it was way more exciting than the Musgrove one. It was just, it was intense, bro. Like you could feel it, and
1: I think it always helps to do it at home. Yeah, for sure. Musgrove was on the road. Yeah, and that massive ballpark wasn't as exciting. Yeah, but it's,
0: what? What's their field now? White Sox? Is it still cellular? What is it? I doubt it. No, it's guaranteed rate. <laughs>
1: Whatever it is. What are we doing? It was. What lit, are we though? doing?
0: It was live, bro. The candy canes were rolling. In center, fireworks going off. The commentary was on point. It was just really good. It was really solid.
1: The broadcast team, yeah, was they incredible. crushed it. They you crushed can, it. I love when they're when there's stuff like this. that happens. I love going back and watch the twenty seven outs because everything is condensed. Mm-hmm. So because everything is just back to back to back, you can hear the energy level kind of tick up every yeah. every few outs. Yeah, like almost every inning. At least for them, it was. And by the 8th and ninth, they were lit. Dude, they were lit. I'm like, this is What incredible. was cool,
0: so when I was watching on MLB Network, like, Greg Amsinger, friend of the Our pod, guy. wouldn't say no-hitter, wouldn't say perfect game. So he's, he's like, like he's talking about it, and as he's saying, and we'll tune in for the, and Harold would jump in, no-hitter watch. And then Greg would finish up with the rest of what he was saying. Like, Greg would not say it. It was kind of cool. But the play at first with Obre- Obreu... Like, Harold, dude's voice cracked. He got so excited. He's like, he got him.
1: He got him.
0: (laughs) It was crazy. It was just fun to watch, man. It's just good baseball. This is exciting. I don't know. I'm all about it.
1: The White Sox are going to, I have no concerns about them. They're they're going to figure it out.
0: They're just, they're going to play really good baseball all the time. I don't think they're going to have a really bad streak at any point this season. I just can't see it happening. The rotation's
1: really good. You know who else? Probably won't have a bad stretch at any point this season. They, they also happen to be the best team in the American League right now. You want, you want to talk about it?
0: This is. I'll give you a moment in the I sun don't need a moment. This is, this is all it's gonna last.
1: Here's the thing. I don't need a moment because I told you that this was gonna happen, and I know. I know. I've been saying this whole time. Let's not overreact. But you are. I'm not overreacting because two weeks in, bro. This is the baseball that if things go the way they should based on the team that they have on the field. This is how they should play. Whether or not this is sustainable over the course of 162, that's another thing. But when I was hyping them up, when we were doing our predictions, I was like, this is a wild card threatening team. This is the team that I had in mind. And they're they I mean they won nine straight and everybody they won their first series against the Orioles. They swept the Orioles and I was like, oh we'll beat a real team. It's like okay, well then we'll just sweep the Rays and then we'll take three or four from the defending American League Central champion, Minnesota Twins. Thanks for coming out. I don't need to hype this team up. I don't need to have my moment, like you said. This because, isn't going to last, Rick.
0: It's not going to last as long um, as you think it's going to
1: last. Would you, why would it? Okay, yes, they're not going to have multiple nine-game winning streaks this season. That's, that's a given. But I'm saying what... You've been watching these games. You've been texting me as they've been playing out. You said, "Oh, this is a good game." Or, "Hey, I'm it is." In this and game. I have been watching. Yeah. What about I agree. what you've seen thus far? I think it's you, just
0: everything's going right. And if a couple pieces, you mentioned that one bullpen arm was a Josh Taylor. Is that you said? Yeah. Not a fan of we. Bum. I I was texting you today. It's I I've been curious of how Adam Ottavino has slid over. Uh, it's
1: Matt Barnes he, is one of the best relievers in baseball right now.
0: Barnes is there, but he's been frustrating before. It's not like, you know, he hasn't had these down moments. It's just, I'm curious to see how long it can go. That's all I'm saying. And everything has to go right. And everything's going right, right now.
1: But here's the thing. So much of but what's... If in-
0: one injury happens...
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you could say that about a lot of teams. But what I'm saying is... I just don't is-
0: think they have the depth. That's what has me thinking that it's not sustainable.
1: But here's the thing. What's dri- The main forces that are driving this team right now are the guys that are consistently good and have been consistently good. J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogars, Rafael yeah. Devers. Cornerstones, for sure. For so sure. It's, it's not like we just got these bums that are having just the week of their careers and it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, we had a nice little streak there, but it was nice knowing you win column. No, we're winning baseball games with the guys that won us a – world series in 2018 so i have no call me a homer call me bias whatever you want i have no reason to believe that this isn't sustainable if like i said things play out the way they're supposed to it and barring any major injuries to those aforementioned guys
0: Well tell, let's i mean run me through some guys that like what do you see what do you what see seen, hunter renfro doing this year what are you going to put his numbers at when it's all I'm, said and done this year
1: i really don't know what this guy he is, Alex
0: Verdugo, what
1: do you see? Numbers. Alex at? Verdugo is gonna have a, a freaking year. I t- I text you today What do you put that, that at too. though? I mean
0: 285, 25 home runs, 30 home runs. I would what put him north yeah. I
1: could I could see him north of two eighty five. Easy.
0: I don't think I have him that eye. I can I I j I, I can't picture it. I'm
1: curious to see because I mean Kike I've liked Kike's versatility. I've liked Marwin. I like the fact that we can just slide Marwin wherever. Because another thing you got to take into account, Michael Chavis is kind of he's in no man's land right now. He yeah, that, I feel that's bad kind for him. of a that's kind of a, a depth piece that mm-hmm. going in like at the end of last year, it's like okay. We're has have
0: Bobby a, Dahlbeck come out and done? I know he's hot in spring training. Is he?
1: He has not really done much yeah. for me. He hasn't really uh, got me feeling all warm and fuzzy just yet as my American League Rookie of the Year prediction. But I do think what left. I
0: will say is I do think by the end of this year, if maybe we think about doing like a recap or an updated top 10 list at each position, I do think Christian Vasquez has to be in the top 10. I see him being in the top 10 at the end of this year. He's a good catcher. I have to admit that. He's very, very good. Like an underrated good. And I I think like getting rid of Sandy DeLeon, like whatever his name is
1: Sandy leon leon Ponce de leon Ponce Columbus. de leon that's what
0: i was thinking <laughs> yeah uh the i mean i i think it's just giving him like the everyday confidence of like saying you're you're a catcher you're a guy this is your staff i think it's done well for him
1: i don't think and assuming i heard you correctly i don't think he's an under i don't think he's like a sneaky good or like an underrated good i think he's good
0: no, I think he's good. Yeah, I think he's going to be a top 10 catcher. We didn't have him in the top 10 list, did no, we? No,
1: but to be fair, he we had him at... I think you and I both can. He's top Grimmie. 15. He was like, I'm Easily pretty sure 10. we had him at like 11. Yeah. He was knocking on the door. Offensively, has he done his thing? Or do you even care? Offensively, he's swinging it. Yeah. Defensively, he you know he's going to have...
0: He made this he play today that was there. like this little pop-up that he went back and like caught it right next to the dugout, like over the fence. Yep, It was clean. Um... I just, I think that like the depth has me thinking that it's probably not a, a very long thing, but I don't, I don't, I, you don't know about injuries. You can't predict, you can't say a team is going to get hurt or they're not going to get hurt. Unless they're the Yankees, you know, they're going to get hurt. You don't know. I'm just curious to see if that depth holds on. Curious to see if the, the productivity of the bullpen continues. I think there's a couple arms you can rely on. I think Barnes is fine. He's gonna be fine. He's not gonna have any type of blow up part. But like when Otto Vino, Otto Vino crashes, he crashes. So just curious to see if that happens. Um, you you've been frustrated with Ivaldi at times in the past few years. I'm curious to see like you know what I mean. Those are just like certain things that you'll just you don't know.
1: To put it into perspective, in terms of fantasy. If Nathan Valdi can just go out and give me like a couple two three point efforts in fantasy, <laughs> see, I do have him on fantasy. Okay. If he can just give me that, I'm okay as long as he doesn't dip into the negative. And then you you can interpret that however you want in terms of the on field product or the result that you're going to get from him. I'm just saying in terms of fantasy, if he can being stay out of the negative, we'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Erod's going to fall back into I won't say vintage Erod, but he'll be all right once he. Get some more starts under his belt. You're I'm not worried that. about him. Yeah, yeah, he'll be all right. But as a whole, I'm not worried about this team. They've beaten teams already that talent that are talented. And like I said, we're not relying on no names. We're not relying on relying on these guys that are coming to ha- coming up and having a flash in the pan type of moment. It's Here's these guys I will say. that are staying consistent. There's
0: something about April and like even maybe early May that if you can snag road series victories when it's cold. I don't know why, but it just feels like it's a bigger deal. You know what I mean? Like it is something to really build off of foundationally that you can ride with that I it's just like, yeah, we were able to go in Minnesota when it was snowing and steal the series. You know what I mean? Like that's that's impressive.
1: Not to mention yeah. when you I do think with it the Red Sox.
0: Roll things a little bit easier.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you do what the Red Sox have done, they win nine straight. Granted, they lost a day, so streak's over. They win nine straight in April. That, regardless if you're the Red Sox or anybody else, that kind of sets the narrative. It's true. for the ne- At least, If not the whole season, at least the next couple of months. It's like, okay.
0: Yeah. They're kind it of takes real... a couple of months to undo this kind of thing.
1: Exactly. They're kind of the yeah. real deal, at least for the time being. Now, this could all flip by the all But it's the same break. thing, I mean,
0: when you look at it like an individual player. If you get off to a hot start; it helps set the tone a little bit. Doesn't mean you won't come back down to earth at some point,
1: but you can at least ride it.
0: But it's definitely harder to work your way out of the hole, you know. So, I mean, I, just, I can't lie; I'm not even I'm being completely unbiased here and saying it's good baseball. I'm just curious to see if the if certain guys continue at this rate. I think you, like you said, the cornerstone guys you can Devers, Bogarts. JD, those guys are always going to produce. That's just the way it's going to be. I'm just curious. Interested. Because it's you, gone the other way with my team. Names that we had question marks about in the offseason say if they produce, it could be good. None of them have produced. And now we see what what the result is. So
1: I love it. Sure. Drink, you do. Drinking the tears. But I'm not going to ride too high. I'm going to take it for what it is. I'm going to enjoy this moment. Recognize <laughs> there's still a lot of baseball left to be played. But for the time being, I'm I'm cool with it.
0: I'm sure you are. Who do you have next going in the weekend?
1: Uh, We got the White Sox. Who?
0: You're going to get the front end of the rotation. It's
1: kind of safe to say, haven't exactly lived up to the hype just yet, but as we already said, they're going to.
0: I think this will kind of get things rolling. But you're going to get the front of the rotation. Is it in Boston or
1: Chicago? Yeah, it's at home. We got like a.
0: Oh, you got a long home streak. That's right. They said that on the broadcast. Yeah, Yeah, it's like the longest one of the season for you guys. I'm
1: I'm feeling good about it, Nate. Are you feeling good about these uh, new rule proposals?
0: I'm gonna be honest, I'm not freaking out the way everyone else
1: is. I'm really I've, not. I've had to think about it a lot the last twenty four hours since i dropped that graphic. I do think it's popular to just any time and granted, yeah. we we've contributed we've contributed 100%. a great deal to this. Hundred percent. We get the mob
0: going. Here are yeah, the pitchforks. Let's go, get, boys.
1: You get you get the yeah, suit up boys. You get the you get the mob going. It's just so easy to attack any change or proposal that comes down the pipe. But yeah. To be fair, in defense of the people that contribute to that, I don't even think it like for me personally, it's at a point now where it's like the reason I respond that way is because there's so many changes coming. It's like I don't at this point, I don't really care what it is. I don't need to view yeah. it or I don't need to think about it rationally as a as a rational baseball fan. I'm just tired of the like s- chill out. Yeah. With the rubber stamp. It's it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's most frustrating is that it's like I get this vibe that Manfred and his people are just like they're just looking and searching anywhere and everywhere to be able to say when his tenure is done, this is what he did.
1: And that's the problem. This game is not a Mr. Potato Head where you can just I agree fit pieces wherever you want to, even if they don't fit just because they can fit.
0: I agree. There's certain there's certain things. Um, that can be left alone. I think when we when we think of Bud Selig, it's in my mind like I I just think DH. That's what we got out of Bud Selig. You know, like that's what it makes me think of. Um, as far as specifically with these rule changes or ideas, they don't get me overly nervous. Everyone wants more offense in this game, except for pitchers. Everyone wants more production. Everyone wants more action. The average fan. The demographics MLB is looking to get into to bring in as fans want more action. We've seen mounds lowered before. Decades ago, we've seen changes like this before.
1: And in defense of the people like yourself who aren't necessarily freaking out, we have to remember that although the mound has been at 60 feet, six inches for over 100 years, it hasn't been the same mound. All of the time, it hasn't there hasn't been the been same j- mound. For those who don't remember, that there have been changes made. it Shout Hasn't been the Bob same Gibson. mound.
0: It hasn't been the same technology. Things update, things change. Because it was an issue when Bob Gibson was on the mound, and his opponent was digging into the rubber and creating holes on the mound, and it was just like dirt, like Sandlot dirt. That's what they played on. That that's. Just the way it is, things change. Now we have turfists, now we have clay, now we can fill those holes, right? Like there's certain things that make it what it is. The way I see it, changing the mound, uh, the other things I want to pay attention to is because a first-base coach is sitting there with a stopwatch constantly. He wants to see start of motion to glove, and if someone's swiping, they're going to pay attention to pop time from the catcher. And that's the math they're going to do and say, can my guy basically snag the 86, 85 feet left in time, right? Can he get there in time? And that's the math that they're going to do. If it's over a certain number, we're going to risk it. Let's go green light, send them. I personally miss stolen bases. I really do. So other rule changes that we've heard about where pitchers have to actually clear the rubber, not just snap throw over to first. I think that's something that's effective without changing too much because i feel like that is a rule we got lazy similar to the neighborhood rule for a shortstop or middle in, in, infielder in general where it was just let me just be around the bag and we'll call it out no 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 man like we let's get back to like actually touch it right we're going to actually watch you touch it now pitchers we're going to actually watch that back foot get off the rubber before you can snap over here i think that would be more effective than people think and i think it could change things more than people think as far as scooting the mound back we're talking about affecting not just Major League Baseball. We're talking about the entire world's baseball dimensions everywhere. What's the point of high schoolers pitching from 60 feet? What's the point of college teams pitching from 60 feet? If My ultimate goal is to get to that league. I want to do what they're doing. I want to use their dimensions. That's a great point. So now we're going to ask basically every high school level and up field in this country to potentially change.
1: And for those saying, well, I mean, the dimensions are different for like a little league or like a young travel team. Cause I know they do like 50, 70, but it's like, cool. no,
0: nobody's drafting out of little league.
1: Well, no, but I'm saying in terms of the differences in dimensions, like you have the, you have the 50, 70 fields out there, but that's, yeah. that's like the intermediate level where it's like, all right, right, we need to get you off these tiny fields now that you're 13, 14, 15. Yeah. And we got to get you on a slightly bigger field. But what good does it do anybody to be on almost as big of a field, but you're still playing on a 60 foot, six inch dimension with the mound that doesn't do that's that's almost too insignificant of a difference. Yeah. Or like a a distance rather where it's like you need to commit or just do away with the whole thing another
0: foot is a big difference and yeah. i do think i think we're just i i personally when i heard that i just think more grand scheme of things of what this i mean if you don't think freshmen and sophomores and juniors in high school aren't getting looked at you're wrong you and i have both either witnessed played with or played against dudes that were getting looked at in high school it changes a lot of stuff and it's you can maybe look at the field dimensions and say all right well high school it's only 325 down the lines or 300 down the lines you know whatever it is in high school maybe it's only 375 to dead center that you can figure out scouts can figure out but when we're talking about a pitcher having to do different things because if your fastball is falling a half of an inch more because you're a foot back that affects things i'm just curious to see what the ripple effect is if it does happen and it is an accomplished thing where Manfred can look back and say, great, I got the steroid era of offensive production without having drugs. I got the viewership back. What's the ripple effect? It can all be positive. Do we see younger kids getting hurt more because of that extra foot? I heard stuff about a two-dimensional strike zone versus a three-dimensional strike zone. I'm curious where that two-dimensional is. Is it at the back of the plate? Is it at the front of the plate? Because if we're watching Rodon last night sliders they weren't catching the front of the plate they were catching the back of the plate and it's called a strike because it's going around that front I just don't know man like I don't I don't know if we're on the brink of revolution here or if we're on the brink of seeing a brand new game
1: oh, I'm sorry I was just over here sharpening my pitchfork I didn't catch what you were saying
0: No I don't thing think that- I'm as as heated that's all I'm saying I don't think I'm no, as heated again, I'm just curious
1: again it comes back to it's not the it's not the the twelve inches for me. That's not that's not what set me off. It's I'm more just, the principle of it. I'm just tired. It's it's like every week I feel like, where it's like, what what do we got now? And granted, Major League Baseball, it, they might not see this for a while. Even if they do decide, oh, this actually is not a bad idea because they're they're incorporating they're instituting it into the Atlantic League, mm-hmm. which is independent. It's not minor league baseball. It's they have a like a. I think it's like a temporary partnership with Major League Baseball, and that's what Major yeah. League Baseball siphons all their little experiments into. I'm just I'm just tired of it constantly. Like, he's just trying to just throw out anything and everything to see what sticks. And How do you I, feel
0: about the DH thing?
1: I don't like it. I the think DH this, until your starter gets it's pulled. It's just such a, to me, it's such a band-aid. It's like, here, we can appease both crowds. It's like, no, you're, I feel like at that point, you're just kind of pissing off both. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you may view it as oh well, I'm, I'm I don't
0: want the AL to change to that.
1: Yeah, it's like
0: but if the NL adopts it, it's like why not just go full blown DH?
1: I don't know. Yeah, if you're gonna make the National League change, why why do this halfway nonsense? I,
0: what if what if your starting pitcher blows his UCL and two outs into the game? You gotta pull the DH.
1: Not to mention like you get teams that have solidified designated hitters, their job becomes a lot less valuable. Because Correct. you're not, only
0: really used for six innings, five innings.
1: Yeah, especially in today's game, you're not yeah. You're not seeing the eighth or ninth really that frequently, Especially goal. with an extra foot being pushed back. Exactly. You think the stamina is still going to be there for six innings?
0: That changes too. Now your pitch count, instead of being 110 and you're definitely gone, 100, I'm pulling you out safely. Now we're talking about 85, 90 pitches. Because pitchers are taught to throw through their catcher, not to. An extra foot does stuff. It does a lot of stuff. What's wrong with lowering the mound? Why not? We've seen it before. Leave it at 60 feet. Lower it a little bit. What's wrong with that? That accomplishes stuff. It did last time. If you want this much production,
1: why not change that? I'm wondering how much you could lower it, though. Because how much did they lower it last time? Couldn't even tell you. Not a clue. I mean, Bob Gibson was throwing off a freaking cliff.
0: I'm sorry. That guy's nasty on a softball field where it's flat. I don't even care. Yeah, that dude's but he's flat off of disgusting. <laughs> but I think, I mean, I get it. I, it's just, it's tough. I think there's little things that you can enhance without really changing that. I don't think the extra foot would would be approved. I don't think that'll that'll go through. I think what people need to realize is that this is just brainstorming and let's see it in action. It's indie ball. None of this matters for us. It doesn't affect us as a fan right now. I don't think any of it really goes through. The bigger bases, maybe. They're a half an inch bigger, an inch bigger, maybe. If you would talk about that pitcher clearing his back foot on pickoffs, maybe. Those things are easy to do. We don't really notice, and it gets the job done. Leave robot umpires out of this. Leave the two-dimensional strike zone out of this. If you have a robot umpire, I'm just going to stand up as a catcher. I'm just going to stand up. Try to steal on me now, bro, because I'm not even going to squat down. I'm just going to stand up, and I'm going to hose you, because all you do is take a step, and you're gunned down. Robot umpires are not going to help anything offensively, are not going to help anything with certain stats like stolen bases. Leave that. Get rid of that. Two-dimensional strike zone. Get rid of that. Scoot in the mound back. Get rid of that. This DH thing go universal. We already know this. Add fifteen more jobs. It's that simple.
1: Another solid point I saw on the whole um, moving the mound back. If the attempt is to kind of level the playing field a little bit for hitters, if that's the, if that's the primary motivation, how does this fall in line with Mister Manfred's plan to shorten baseball games? I agree. What are we doing? It's contradictory the dude, for sure. The dude's tripping over his own feet. What are? <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, all I'll say is the comment section on the post we put out yesterday was phenomenal. Just give
0: phenomenal. me give me I'd rather see some type of like shootout style thing. Let baseball go back to normal in the extra innings. Once we get past the 13th inning, make it a home run derby. You get your best guy. I give you my best guy. Throw an L screen out there and let's do that. You want to shoot out NHL style ending. That'll do it. Not this.
1: Yeah, I mean, like us as baseball fans, it was like, we're, we're not asking for much. It's like, just, we just we want the universal DH, the smart ones do. Not mm-hmm. all, but the smart ones want universal DH. You know, we want players marketed better. We want a, a better replay review process. Manfred comes out, hey, best I can do is move the mound back a foot. <laughs>
0: it's
1: like, dude. Read the room one time, please. <laughs> just, just once. That's all we ask.
0: How did we begin this? How did we begin this episode? Talking about awesome baseball players, big star power names. I truly feel with my entire heart that we have more superstars in this game than we've ever had. Right now, you and I will be able to tell our grandkids the number of Hall of Famers we got to watch, record-breaking Hall of Famers leave it alone let them do the things let them bring people in leave alone don't make it happen let these dudes do their thing all you got to do
1: i can't talk about manfred anymore makes my blood boil yeah i think um
0: my new year's resolution is already out the window
1: yeah see ya
0: (laughs) i tried to be more open-minded i just can't he's an idiot
1: Good knowing you, dude's a clown, and I'm not. I'm at the point now where I I will not. I've tried. I really have. I was even thinking about it driving down the road today. I was like, you know what? Maybe I try. I need to try to look at some of these proposals a little more objectively. But it's like, no. It comes back. It like I said earlier. It comes down to the fact that he's just he's he's throwing anything and everything at the wall and, and trying to see what sticks. And if that's what you're gonna do as a commissioner, it's like no. Like the word to, to use a word that you use brainstorming. If mm. you're just going to be publicly brainstorming and using this Atlantic league as your little blank canvas, it's like have more of a plan, have more of an approach of how yeah. you want to change this game and have more of a direction and a vision instead of just trying to throw things out to see, ah, is this going to work? Is that going to work? Is this going to make my resume look better? Talk to the fans. That's it. What do we want? We're pretty simple. Give us a
0: better experience. Stop with the blackout restrictions. That's job number one. Fix the reviews. Throw that guy on second base back into the dugout and let's start this extra inning normally. Get things back and ask us. We don't want much. Stop blocking out my favorite team because I'm in the area. Why do you think it's my favorite team? Probably because I live here, bro. That's 97% of baseball fans.
1: Hey Commissioner Manfred, can I can I watch my favorite team play baseball? Uh, the best I can do is seven, eight, and double headers, and runner starts on second and the tenth.
0: Yeah, or you're gonna have to move across the country.
1: <laughs> Figure it. I I wonder if if anybody's ever done that before. If they're just like, move. You know what? I, I'm out. <laughs> I, have to, I have to watch the I'm Royals. Done. I gotta move to New York.
0: No, I'm done. If you don't negotiate better deals with streaming and get up to date. Get up to date with what people do. No one has cable.
1: No one. It's archaic is what it
0: is. Get up to date. This is all monetized. You're just not hopping on board. Ask us. We'll tell you what we want. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with listening to people? You can bring in all these big stud Hall of Famer dudes into into your room and put them at your round table. Love those guys. They don't know what we want either.
1: This guy really brought in Theo Epstein and Ken Griffey Jr. and still came out on the other end looking like a complete and utter moron. Yeah. And we're we're a dozen games into the season. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I digress. Ronald Acuna Jr., Nate, talking uh, a few guys here that are just having a start mm. before we wrap things up. Ronald Acuna Jr., just on a tear. Mm. Just on a tear. I don't know what it is about him. I don't know if it's that he, like, I don't know what his measuring stick is right now, personally. Like, I don't know if it's he's been he's been hearing these comparisons to Soto, or his name has been in the same conversation as Soto, maybe not necessarily the comparisons, although there have been, the the, the comparisons have been plentiful. I know that much. I don't know if it's just he's, he's pissed off about the fact that he's even in the conversation with him. He's like, I'm light years better than this guy, even though career numbers would say otherwise. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's setting him off right now. Is he is he trying to get an MVP this year? What like he just he I just feel like he's the the vibe is a little different this year.
0: I don't know. I, I me personally, I'm taking him over Soto. I'm taking him over Soto. Just me. This is my opinion.
1: OK, all well, let me you ask can, you, are you taking can, are you saying long term or are you saying based on what you've seen right now this season? Long term. That's bold. Long term. I'll fight people on this, by the way. I won't fight you about it because I like you and you're you're a good Thanks. guy. Thanks. But if he wanted to come out with numbers, career numbers, or just hard hit percentages, any of that.
0: I'm not saying Soto's going to have a bad career at all. No, I think, nobody, I think they're nobody both going to be amazing. Him. I just personally, I have to watch. I have to watch when Acuna's up. I have to. The guy can go 500 feet or he can hit a bloop over the first baseman and turn into a double no problem. He's got a cannon in right, I. He's just so much fun. He's so much fun to watch. The only thing that bugs me is the amount of yellow he's wearing this year. A lot of yellow, yellow to gloves, be fair, yellow pads. It's too much.
1: To be fair, that is a no. Secondary is not the word. What's the what's the equivalent for three? Is it tertiary? Is that right? Am that I Doesn't right? sound right. It's definitely right. That's a word. I just don't know if it's right in that context. Hold on tertiary yeah, primary
0: secondary yes and
1: ter- go me go kyle tertiary, tertiary t-e-r-t-i-a-r-y third in order or level you're Good welcome for you guy thank you never heard that in my life i knew what i was talking about i don't know why i doubted myself
0: yeah i know it's got that like is to... a
1: tertiary color for the olympians
0: i know, I know. either Yo, way I, I think it's i think it's amazing i don't know enough about the braves I don't know if Freddie Freeman was in the two hole last year or moving forward or moving back even further. He's in the two hole now. And right off the bat, you got Acuna and Freddie right away. Do you want to work around Acuna? Put him on first, probably let him swipe a bag. All of a sudden you're down one because you know Freddie's going to find a hole. That's tough. I love that.
1: They got Acuna in the... Lead off. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, so I saw I saw where they asked um they asked Snicker the other day, they said, "Are you gonna experiment with putting Acuna back in the middle of the lineup?" He said, "No, I'm done with that." So, if you're the opposing pitcher, good you luck.
0: Have no time to settle in. It's immediately a problem. Immediately, because I I'm watching today and it was bottom nine, they're down one. Sure enough, he's second up. I think there was a walk to the nine hole, maybe a base hit or something. He. Acuna misses barrel gets jammed still a line field line drive to left still you got speed on the bases now you get the winning run in first base like and then you got Freddie who's always gonna give a professional at bat always yeah guy had like an eight-pitch at-bat walked bases loaded no out you're not winning this ballgame sorry Marlins it didn't happen
1: in this uh, young season he's got six bombs already 12 ribbies he's hitting four forty seven so you got him in fantasy. You're, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Also, a solid pick for those playing beat the streak, which, by the way, I'm up to like 13 now. No Are you do. really? Good no for you. Deal. Killing it. I so you're get figure- getting a little
0: nervous. You're going one by one now. You're not no, I, I
1: doubled down today because I was like, ah, I feel a little greedy. Hmm. i got to figure out what my threshold is, and I'm going to stop doubling down. But, yeah, solid pick if you're playing beat the streak, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, another guy going off, Nate, kind of very much on no, – Without a doubt under the radar. Josh Harrison, I don't know if you've caught wind of his name the past few days. hmm The dude has played four games. He's in he's in uh he's in this playing time battle right now for the Nats. In the four games he's played thus far, he's hitting five seventy one with a bomb, a double, five ribbies, two walks, and hasn't struck out once. I love that. The dude and I watched the game yesterday, the dude when they played the Cardinals. The dude is hungry for base hits. I love that. And I picked him up in fantasy, and right out of the gate tonight gets me like nine points. So props to me for a solid fantasy what is he, pickup.
0: What is he doing defensively for the Nats?
1: I mean, at this point, I don't think it really matters. Is he holding down second base? Is he just kind of bouncing around? Uh, I believe they got him at second. Somebody might have to fact check me on that, but I believe they got him at second. Um, this is
0: like this gives me like Asdrubal Cabrera vibes. Yeah, but you remember what like, he did you remember what he did for them. Like he was just like really, really solid. Just this vet would play solid baseball all around. I like that. Josh Harrison came on the scene, like made an impact with the Pirates and then just like phased, phased out. Yeah. Um
1: and then now he's back. He is back. Back again. It was the Pirates, right? Is that what he said? Shady's back. Uh yeah, Pirates. Um, another guy, sorry, my notes just closed out for some reason. Uh, Wilson Ramos. Mm. It's not going to be, <laughs> that's not sustainable. If you want to talk sustainability, that's not sustainable, but the guy's got six bombs already.
0: Yeah. I I put him at 20 where the, by the time it's all said and done. I mean, he's just, he's always an offensive catcher, but good for
1: him. Go Tigers. Tony, man, that I think that's uh, why well, I, I already told you that's my, yeah. uh, sleeper. That's my sleeper pick. That's my equivalent to your Royals pick. Um, Another guy, Nate, not necessarily going off per se, Jazz Chisholm. Oh yeah, I'm excited Love about it. this guy. Love it. Love I'm it. I'm very excited to watch this guy play this year. Were you able to catch any? You said you watched the Marlins game today, right?
0: Yeah, he's just exciting. Um, he was traded for Zach Allen. That was the Zach Allen trade. And I, I just saw a quote there. He's like, once he got to Miami, he went to Jeter, and he's like. What do I need to do to be you Hall of Famer? What do I need to do to be a Hall of Famer? That's dope. He's exciting. He's like he looks good in the box too. He looks comfy.
1: Definitely a guy I'm uh, excited to to watch this year. Another guy that's already kind of going off and will continue to be exciting to watch. Akil Badu. I'm just, just waiting. Stop. I'm waiting for it to kind of taper off. It's not not because it. I it's... want it to happen, but it's just like, all right, when do when do we kind of move on? The dude just keeps hitting just keeps going I saw the other day his, he's having a rough uh, night tonight though yeah that's all right I mean that's gonna happen it's the can't, yeah can't be the best hitter in baseball every night of the every night of the season but Nate I saw that his 1.043 slugging percentage was the highest in AL history through eight games
0: wow I'm I all for it I think it's pretty good I'm all for it I'm hoping it's I'm hoping he stays around the uh Know, for some reason, what comes to mind? Who is the cat in uh, Cincinnati? Started off his career like five bombs in his first week playing.
1: Oh, Astadio
0: uh, or whatever it is. Or
1: no, that's he's with the Twins.
0: Aquino or something. A, uh, Aquino. What's it? What's it? Quinoa.
1: Quinoa. I I call him Quinoa.
0: Aristides. Aquino. A quino. Aquino. Aquino. That's it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Quinoa. I mean, he's Aquino. still playing, but
0: like. He's not what he was, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so I'm curious to see if Akil can like fight through that, Akino, and just well. Be the more. thing, is, the
1: thing with is with Akil is he's he's athletic, yeah. And even if the even if the the pop the buzz kind of tapers off a little bit, you can still make things happen as an athletic baseball player. I think with Quinoa, he was. Uh, He's just like a. He's not as a uh, multi-dimensional I, player as as Akil is.
0: Yeah. Um. Who who uh let him slip through the cracks? Akil? Was it the twins?
1: Oh uh, yeah. Here's a Rule Five guy. Yeah. It's From the um, twins, right? Yes. Yes. It was the twins. Oops. Yikes. I mean, to be fair, the twins are doing okay, but
0: yeah. Still an oops.
1: Maybe they could have pulled out more than one game against the Red Sox this year. Or the series, <laughs> rather. Uh, anyway.
0: I shouldn't have brought up the Twins. I should have known better.
1: That's all I got, man. You got any other uh, things you're looking forward to this weekend, baseball-wise or otherwise?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't even know, man. Me as a... As a I mean, I, obviously, you know, we're recording on Jackie Robinson Day. Tomorrow continues with festivities. I think everyone's still going to continue to wear 42... Um I love it. I mean, I remember when this first became a thing and basically it was like a handful of guys that would do it, handful of guys that would wear forty two. Now it's just league wide. Um did you see it, the Griffey shoes? I did. Oof, they switched the numbers to forty two instead of twenty-four. Yeah, oh my. Those are sw- those are swaggy. drippy. Those are big, drippy. Um trying to look at some matchups coming up. I mean, you mentioned the Red Sox and White Sox.
1: Well, one thing on the Jackie uh, thing before we look at any other matchups, though, it's funny. I caught myself today. I was watching the, tr- the Twins Red Sox, and they all had forty two. And you're gonna laugh at me when I say this because this is the entire point of why they did it. But I was like, "Dang, they're literally all wearing forty two. I can't tell any of them apart." Yeah. And I get it. That's why they do it. That's, That's the whole the point. Story behind it. Yeah. But I was, I just thought it was so cool because it's like. When you kind of when you kind of lose sight of that for a moment, and you you just look at it on TV and you're like, can't tell any of them apart. Yeah, it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, when uh, I was watching MLB Network this morning, cause I I love uh, um, MLB Central where they start off with Dero and Rowflow oh, the and it's just and Lauren Shahadi, my crush. It's just the best show that they have, um, and I hate that they don't do it in the off season, but I get it. Um, they did like this said this segment. Talking about the movie, and they had like Chadwick on there. I was getting a little choked up, man, knowing that like he's he passed away, but he's talking about like learning the character's legacy and learning things about Jackie. And he's like, I want that to continue. And you know, I like, I want to carry that on with the rest of my life. And I'm like, that's it's just cool, man. I think it's really cool that you know, we're looking way down the road from when Jackie was struggling and you know, fighting through stuff, and you know, we. That's cool, MLB does a good job honoring former players. I'll give him credit for that. It's one thing that we've always done well,
1: yeah, and I think last thing I'll say on Jackie, I think one of the honestly, I was thinking about it today again, driving down the road, and i I kind of feel like we do Jackie a disservice if I'm being honest when it comes to the way we i mean I get it. it's baseball, so we're going to honor him in a in a from a baseball perspective in terms of what he did for the game. Yeah, but I just don't think it's fair to limit him. And again, not not all outlets, not all organizations that that choose to honor him on this day. I'm not saying they all do this, but I'm saying, generally speaking, I think it's doing a disservice to Jackie when we only look at it through the lens of baseball and not right, kind right. of the impact that he had on America, yeah. the world. However, you want to look at it, whatever yeah. it is beyond baseball that it, that you're looking at.
0: Well, that's that's where the problem lies. That's what's wrong with the MLB. They don't.
1: I think just kind of keeping them in this box. box. Yeah. Just keeping them in this box isn't.
0: They don't market players as individuals or business owners or world leaders or anything like that. They leave them as baseball players. They do a great job honoring that and they honor a lot of different players for what they did as players. They don't look much deeper. That I think in my mind is what Trevor Bauer is fighting for. That's what he's working for. Pay attention to us to what we're doing outside. Watch what we can do outside of this. That's, I think, what Jackie was fighting for. So I think hopefully it just keeps getting better and better. But, yeah, it's still just a great tradition. Um, yeah. As far as this weekend goes, you know, I'm kind of looking at some of the series. Two series that kind of grab me that I will absolutely – actually three. Blue Jays Royals. Royals are seven and four right now. That's pretty dope. Um but I think the the biggest one, well, we got one more. What was it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Cardinals-Phillies. It's going to be a good series. I like that. Both kind of like a eh, start, six and six. We'll see. But uh, we got Dodgers-Padres, bro. Lace them up. Put your seatbelt on.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. Nate, the Red Sox are the second best team in baseball right now. Two weeks, buddy. Two weeks.
0: Is what I said incorrect? No, I know. I, you're just, I know you're excited. Just trying to. The reins a little. I'm
1: just letting you know. I was just sharing a fact because that's what we do. How many times I do you understand
0: when you say it's they're the best team in baseball, or the second best team in baseball? It's like no, I didn't
1: say the best, I said the second best.
0: Yeah, the Dodgers are the number one team in baseball, and you can say that because of record and you can say that moving forward. Otherwise, you don't need to say it.
1: They're the second best team in baseball, the best team in the American League, they have the second best run differential in baseball. They've got the highest winning, the longest winning streak in baseball to date. Need I go on? I'm
0: I'm excited for you to come back down to earth. I really am, Nate. Hopefully, it's happened by next recording. This isn't
1: me. This isn't me being a Royals fan. Be like, hey, we're at the top of the division right now. This is this is pretty sweet. I like it up here. This is me saying, I've been telling you this is a wild card team. Just keep your eye out. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I've got.
0: You guys know the drill, man. Kick back, get fat, watch some baseball. Do we go need to make that curveball? a yeah. Let's make that a shirt for sure. Can
1: we? Kick back, get fat, watch, watch baseball.
0: baseball. Fine with me. I love it. Me too. In the meantime, do not, under any circumstances,
1: go chasing curveball. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What i f- telling you to take, you take. Don't tell me you don't see. You understand?